listening to Heal with Sarah Livia. Welcome, beautiful. This is the podcast where you will learn from world-class guides and experts about all the different healing modalities and self-actualization tools out there to inspire you on your healing and growth journey, whatever that looks like. I'm your host, Sarah Olivia, embodiment, pleasure, and self-love coach, and a somatic healing guide. I am so honored to have you listening. Buckle up, bring an open heart and an open mind, and let's jump in. Happy New Year, welcome. Welcome everybody. Uh, Today I have a very special guest who I've got on specifically to help me share some beginning of January, start of 2024 wisdom. Yulia Tresher is a very good friend of mine and also more importantly is a fitness trainer, personal trainer, um, yoga teacher, and also has a degree in nutrition to boot. So pretty much all round expert in how we can take care of our physical bodies. Um, I love uh, connecting with Yulia online outside of our friendship. So I really wanted her to kind of come on and yeah, help me talk to you guys about all of the fitness goals, all of the do's and don'ts with whether you are starting a new fitness journey, maybe you are resuming your training after a long break to make sure that you can make the most out of that and avoid uh, some of the pitfalls and challenges that we see. So welcome, Yulia. Thank you so, so much for joining me. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for having me. I'm super thrilled. I might say I'm not a native speaker, so <laughs> be be nice. <laughs> Always nice. Um, yeah, that's actually important to say as well. Yulia yeah. is very kindly doing this podcast recording with me in English, because in spite of the fact that I've been living here in Germany for five years uh my German's still not quite up to scratch and also no. this podcast is in English okay you could do it in German but <laughs> it would be confusing to the audience that's definitely true yeah, yeah we'll say that that's the reason yeah we'll say that's that that's the, the reason. reason it's for you guys exactly yeah. so you work with all kinds of people all through the year I would love to hear firstly the kind of um the kind of conversations, the kind of thought patterns you're seeing as we come to this time of year. Mm, Yeah. We just had a little chat before Mm. recording and I just said I had a lot of conversations about food intake over the last few days and we have literally the 4th of of January, January, right? So everyone is coming back from Christmas break and uh, they... often in kind of a jokey way that they say oh yeah I have to burn this extra cookie and stuff like that so mm, yeah a lot of food related Mm. comments a lot of calorie related comments Um, and sometimes it feels a little bit shameful sure yeah yeah the conversation yeah Mm. What kind of approach um, 
do you find actually allows people to create a because we're going to talk mostly about fitness today we will dive into nutrition so what kind of approach would you say creates that fitness habit that actually feels enjoyable and sustainable for people Hmm. i think it's in the question it has to be enjoyable it has to be something that you like to do Mm. right um to stick with it i think a lot of people expect too much of themselves so um they i mean i, I think they should revisit their goals and yeah more importantly revisit their why totally totally so why do i work out and usually that's the reason you stick with it and if the reason is something that's not aligned with yourself you will notice <laughs> that you cannot stick with that habit because it's not going in the direction that you really want to go right so i mean i could <laughs> could talk a lot about goals that are just um regarding how you look sure and I mean, it's kind of a pet peeve of mine to, yeah. to have those goals because I find them the most unsustainable. Completely. Yeah. Completely. I mean, I know that you've been on your own journey with releasing those goals for yourself and you now have very much more functional yeah. goals. Definitely. Like, can I do this with my body? Can I keep my body in a condition that allows me to do xyz and feel good in that movement um which is obviously such a game changer such a game changer it is i mean it's just so much fun being strong Mm. (laughs) it is i'm nowhere near as strong as you but like i'm stronger than a lot of women and i mean people but let's say women especially because men are just naturally stronger boo um (laughs) (laughs) uh but it is no it is fun and it's fun it's fun to be able to kind of take care of yourself I was um I was staying with my sister recently and she often has this guest over from the states who bless her like literally always packs such a big suitcase that she can't physically lift it by herself Mm -hmm. she'll go on these long trips and she can't physically lift her case and I'm just like I would hate to not be able to take care of my stuff (laughs) that I have with me it's so basic but yeah is it because in the end, are you like able to handle your life, like mm. your everyday life? Yeah. And this is something, yeah, I also see that people um, are so misled by thinking um, of being thin or being shredded or toned or all those words that you will find in your online space mm. over the next few weeks. Um, that has nothing to do with being functional, being healthy right yeah i mean i train for health yes yeah. that's my why that's it yeah yeah health and longevity yeah. right yeah um i think something that's also coming up for me when we talk about goals and the why is if you know if the goal that we have is something that's so so far removed from where we are for example you might have a goal of like I want to like even if it's even if it is functional like I want to be able to run this far I want to be this fit or lift this much if it's so far away from where you are right now all you kind of do when you envision yourself at that point is 
firstly, probably you are still envisioning yourself like looking a certain way while doing that thing, um, which is like which is fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's of course, it's like we're allowed to still care about that, and it's a virt- virtually impossible in the society that we live in, the culture that we live in, not to think about that. But we can quite easily envision these goals that just give us such a huge rush of endorphins and gives us this feeling of like I've already got there mm. I've already achieved it and it's almost counterproductive because you're kind of like oh I've done it as opposed to thinking like what is actually the habit and what is the daily action yeah. or you know bi-weekly however often you're doing it yeah, true. that's going to get you there and mm. kind of falling in love with the action itself I found just yeah. beats beats the long-term kind of massive picture yeah totally you have to love the process and i mean it's i think a lot of things that we will talk about today will feel like those those quotes from from a calendar or something yeah yeah process over outcome babes (laughs) yeah but so true so true it is it is and i mean maybe we will also cover this this topic of smart goals and what you just said that you have an attainable goal Mm. yeah that that it's reachable that it's realistic for yourself that also comes into play how do you go about goal setting with training clients you don't have to give away all, you know your absolute state your like industry secrets but uh, no I think there's no secret <laughs> everything is on Instagram Ooh, there is ooh, no that's secret a, that's another thing I mean <laughs> what you see on Instagram is like so misleading mm. in itself because people on Instagram like those influencers they have a certain body yeah. and then they use this body to to sell something yeah. that is not the program that helped them reach this body. No, so that body is predominantly genetics. It's genetics. It's also maybe some very restrictive um, eating mm. habit behind mm-hmm. that. Maybe even a very um, yeah driven training routine. Oh, yeah. And most likely a huge amount of time and resources behind also. what gets you to that body. Right, so maybe a very unrealistic setting in the background that's not yeah. mm, resonating with our everyday life. No, so, yeah, completely. So that's Instagram. Instagram is a whole other topic when it comes to fitness. Yeah, and um, I remember. I think we both shared this this post over the years in the first week of January. Like this is the loudest week of diet industry. Oh yeah. And it's so hard to um, ignore all of that. Yeah, yeah, completely. And this is why um, yeah, talking about the, the the method, people see all of this their stuff and think, my why why want why do I want to train or work out or do whatever about my body? Um, they are all guided into this because I have to look a certain way yeah so usually we have to get behind this and find the real why and, yeah and usually there is something else totally like how you feel about yourself worth feeling more powerful I think you know mm-hmm. feeling that kind of physical power and vibrancy that comes with yeah. greater levels of fitness can make you feel like is 
is huge in terms of your self-image definitely and it, it has a big influence on on how you handle everyday life situations you see that with people that like slouch a lot yeah. and have a lot of um, desk work yeah. and they say even though they cannot be physically exhausted from their work they say they are, they are. Yeah. and this influences their motivation to work out interesting it's super interesting but it's because the the whole body the whole system is in this very slow yeah. and sedative sedentary sedentary state yeah so and people who work out they usually have more of this urge to move yeah between two meetings even if they have a desk job yeah so you you see how your whole um, approach to everyday life influences your workout mindset and vice versa. And vice versa, yeah. I mean, I always see how easily I kind of slip into a state of not wanting to move and work out. And I yes. think, you know, I think firstly it's important to like acknowledge and normalize that because I it think is. there are so many, so many people listening who will just think like that we both like magically wake up every day and do a perfect yoga practice <laughs> and then also fit in a fitness routine. I think we can say that that absolutely is not, <laughs> it's not the case. And we're like, we're both, you know, both people that know a lot about movement and health and it's really important to us, but like there are challenges for everyone for with that. Everyone. Right. And you can slip into such a, a lethargy. And I think it's just like, that's just so real, whether it's through illness or injury or just like the busy time of Christmas where yeah. there's actually so many things that mean that working out is not necessarily at the top of the priority. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how would you, how would you start if you were someone who's like, okay, I don't really want to get into the full mania diet culture of January, but I'm also really feeling the desire to prioritize my fitness and my health how would you start mm, try like i mean try things there are so mm. many different options and if you are like a real beginner with not much experience you can start just everywhere like you can go to the gym there usually they have trainers yeah. to at least help you find some plan yeah yeah <laughs> the first weeks yeah um and explain all of the um like the machines that they have yeah you can also go to classes right sometimes that's nice because it's a very um broadened way to learn something new yeah in personal training I see a lot of knowledge from those group classes so people take that and think that's the only truth and if they come yeah. to personal training we can adapt yeah, and course. modify that's that's obviously nicer um, I am a big fan of, of personal training because you can start wherever you are and if you have someone with you who, who understands your body um, you can have a plan that's really tailored, yeah. right? So that's also an option. I know that's financially it's more of the expensive uh, option, but it is. Um, you can also download 
one of all of those plans yeah so many out so there many apps. right yeah they are apps yeah right i mean yeah you can you can literally start on youtube yeah you can start for free on youtube yeah. for sure um i think if someone has like really never used their body in that way and maybe already has like injury or is kind of past a certain age where they have that like physical resilience then one-on-one training just to get a bit of an idea of what that kind of what it looks like to really safely and healthily move their body is always always a good idea if um you know if finances allow but it is also something that just requires prioritization definitely and that is something that really helps i mean to to also stick with it right accountability accountability there is someone whose time is uh, worth something in that case my time (laughs) and they pay me for being there and telling them what to do yeah and you can see within three months most people have a lot of progress just because of this very regular yeah and highly prioritized training even if it's not crazy stuff that we're doing or fancy whatever real (laughs) youtube videos that you see sometimes sometimes they are not um yeah not doable for everyone totally so yeah you have to start somewhere if you are in the Bonn area, I can highly recommend hiring Yulia. <laughs> she one time was training a client in the gym where I work out. And I was genuinely like three meters away from her at the squat rack. And she was having a 20 minute like chat with the client um, and was so completely focused on her client, so absorbed in the best way. She genuinely didn't even know I was there. It was amazing. I was like, wow, she's really good at her job. She really... <laughs> She really gives her absolute all. Yeah, I <laughs> you was really do. 100% with this person. I didn't see you. <laughs> it was just so funny because I was like, just, I was at the squat rack doing like quite a long squatting session. So I was, I really had, and like had quite long rests mm-hmm. in between my sets. So I was just like hanging out, just being like, just waving really? and smiling. You did? A oh. couple of times. No, honestly, it was so funny. It was really, it really made my day. It was hilarious. Anyway, back to more valuable topics. Um, I'd love to know what kind of the most common mistakes are that you see people making in like their training style, like how they're training, especially like at the start of a fitness journey or resuming fitness, mm-hmm. especially in the context of like safety and sustainability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Training too often. Mm, say yeah. more. Yeah, there are so many people that think you have to go to the gym five days a week six days a week um or doing like high intensity stuff every day Mm. um not giving the body rest and time to to process this um stimulus yeah sure so training too often can be a mistake if you if you just start or yeah. come back to training because you will exhaust yourself to a point where you don't find the motivation to keep going yeah so that's something that will burn you out <laughs> very quickly and it's not sustainable yeah yeah <clears throat> um the other thing is training not often enough yeah 
(laughs) Just back to square one every time. (laughs) Yeah, right? Because, I mean, if you think that you go to the gym once a week and see progress after one month and then you get disappointed because you don't and you lose interest or lose motivation, that's also something to consider. There's nothing wrong with going to the gym once a week if you are mentally prepared for a very slow process and progress. Totally. That's fine. I I have clients that train that way and they still uh, reach their milestones, but they take a little bit longer. Sure. Right? Yeah. Um, Also, training very randomly. gonna lift this I'm gonna lift this <laughs> on my shoulder and I'm gonna walk around and I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> that or just doing every session something very different yeah yeah so that um, there's no progressive overload yeah or progressive loading for specific types of movements or specific muscle groups so they won't really have this uh, continuity in, yeah. in stimulus to grow if muscle muscle growth is your um, your priority yeah I think <laughs> for me that's that's often is so I have this in mind sure a lot of times when I talk um, but I guess it's kind of you know whether you're doing a strength training program or you're doing like a running yeah program obviously you want to have some kind of sense of progress yeah so you're not just like going out and running around randomly for 20 minutes with no idea how far right or what pace you yeah. I mean pacing fine whatever but how far you've gone or like how often you've walked or run that kind of thing yeah that, that's a very good example like be uh, be specific enough about it and maybe even measure yeah I mean talking about smart goals make them measurable yeah like um when you lift weights, did I lift more than last month? Oh my gosh, totally. Right. Having, I mean, that is something that I enjoy about. So I work out using an app, which I think, you know, um, and something I enjoy about that is that it's, you know, obviously well programmed in the way that I can always add in however many reps and like what weight I've done. And that's just so nice to see that kind of shift over time. Mm. Um, yeah. And also helps, I think, with, avoiding the potential you know at least minimizing some of the potential for injury that can happen with like just lifting way too heavy because you actually don't have much of an idea where you should be starting so obviously keeping some keeping some record that's definitely nice for yourself as well to just see how far you've come uh i you know that i like to uh, film my workouts so I see my progress. Yeah, I love that. Um, I mean, I also know the weight. (laughs) (laughs) This looks heavy. (laughs) This this looks heavy. (laughs) Yeah, and the nice thing is, over time it looks easy, right? Even if it gets heavier. Mm, Yeah, what else? I mean, there are obviously uh, concepts that work with this randomness of training like Mm. if you think of crossfit Mm. that's kind of planned randomness planned randomness love that (laughs) um i I would love to hear your honest unfiltered thoughts on crossfit right now yeah right now (laughs) (laughs) 
spill the tea. I mean, I did it, right? I yeah. Did it for uh, for a time. Um, I think that CrossFit is for everyone because of how they are able to scale every movement. Mm -hmm. I also think that it depends a lot on how it is coached sure. and how responsible the members are because sure. there is risk and potential of, of um, injury mm. definitely because of uh, the, the pace sometimes. Sure. Sure. There are workouts that have really force you to be quick yeah uh, which is not my favorite i am one of that's my personal thing i am very controlled and slow, intentional intentional which is why i sometimes um don't push myself to the limit yeah. especially if it um is costing my um my form sure right yeah so and in crossfit you are kind of forced to let it slip a little bit yeah yeah that's also intentional but it's not my favorite yeah i mean depends on also like the complexity mm -hmm. of the movement like if you're doing really how yeah. like really heavy powerful lifting really fast um yeah you know it requires i would imagine like a certain amount of physical resilience for the body and if you're not well conditioned enough for that that could be a little bit um yeah a little bit risky most yeah. likely yeah it can be mm. yeah um so what, what i wanted to say please. that um maybe a plan yes <laughs> the training plan or workout plan is very helpful to start yeah yeah, yeah. completely yeah flow um when we first start going to the gym together i'm actually, i'm very proud of him because he really comes from a background where like physical movement just like was not a thing like it just wasn't factored in it was like if you have a brain it doesn't matter like what the rest of this meat suit is doing and like when we first met I was just sort of starting my own like movement and fitness journey I mean that was like very very early days but I was doing a lot of yoga and sometimes jogging um and he was just so perplexed and impressed, like impressed, but like perplexed as to what I was, what I was doing. Um, and now he's like taken part in like two marathon relays and he's like, he, I mean, does, you know, that's like an 11 kilometer part of the marathon. Mm -hmm. So it's not like crazy, crazy far, but his, his fitness is just like really quite good. And he finally acquiesced to do some strength training. Cause I was like, you should really join the gym with me and do some strength training. Um, but yeah, he doesn't really, he doesn't have like a plan. He knows in his head like how much he's lifted and kind of will do like upper body or lower body and like does pretty much the same thing. So it's not completely random, but I'm just like, if I go to the gym without a plan of what I'm doing with my workout, I am so inefficient yeah. and so unproductive. Yeah. I'm just like, I've done like three minutes on like, I don't like three minutes on the cross trainer to like warm up and then I'm like I hate this I'm bored and then I go to like some random machine and just do some really shit low weight and like sorry that was um I mean not that low weights are shit but like shit for my body whatever yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. get the yeah, idea and I'm just it. like and then like half an hour and I'm just like I'm fucking done yeah <laughs> whereas if I go with like the workout that I have planned on my app it's just like okay I'm 
gonna just do it yeah um so yeah highly could recommend highly highly recommend yeah i mean it takes all of the guesswork out it yes takes the decision making out yeah and i mean in our lives i think there are so many decisions already completely and i, I know that from from clients that they say just do whatever i don't want to decide today yeah and then i decide for them yeah so yeah, yeah it's completely. also nice to give some responsibility away for half an hour yep yeah yeah absolutely um hoping that leo's desperate meows to be let into the room aren't being recorded but if they are he's not being tortured he's just clingy <laughs> um i did want to ask you about this question of muscle soreness yeah um because i've just heard like really conflicting views on whether to kind of train through it or whether to rest until it's completely gone mm. i'm imagining that the answer is nuanced yeah i will give you a very unsatisfying answer because it yeah. depends <laughs> of course like everything that's okay we see clarity and we rarely get it but that's it that's life <laughs> I mean, there are obviously reasons to yeah. rest, yeah. and there are also reasons not to. Yeah. I mean, how does muscle soreness come into place in the, in the first place? It is because you have trained something that you're not used to, mm. in an intensity you're not used to, mm. a volume you're not used to, or a weight you're not used to. Yeah. So, if you have done something new. Yep. Usually. Yeah. <laughs> or if the if the break yeah. was just too long yeah. for your muscle um, to be like, ah yeah, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if your muscle doesn't remember this intensity, so then it's muscle soreness. And um, they are kind of different stages. You know that because yeah. sometimes you have this soreness of being Oh, I'm a little bit stiff mm. or yeah right yeah, yeah it's a little tender yeah and sometimes it's like I can't move yeah I just can't I am in pain yeah and what I like to do is working with the pain scale yeah like from from run one it's 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 there but it's mild. very gentle yeah and 10 it's not bearable yeah so if you are in between one and three and it is goes for every pain, not, yeah. not just soreness. If you are in the space of one to three, you can train. Yeah. You can do the thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It won't hurt you so you like it, it won't damage. Yeah. Yeah. That's my answer. Yeah. No, like, <laughs> totally. I love that. I mean I think that yeah, anyone that's kind of had that experience of um for some reason, I wanted to say Muskelkater, but that's literally the German. That's which is, the German word. I know it's the German. <laughs> it's really random that happens sometimes that my brain just like offers up the German phrase, but yeah, muscle soreness. Um, yeah, I I feel like we all probably know that feeling of when you're like, it's actually almost like keeping you up at night levels of pain. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's pretty intense versus like, oh, it's a little bit twingy when I sit down to go to the loo. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. my squat was a bit heavier exactly. last time. <laughs> but that's always the one, right? When you like don't 100% know what the impact of a lower body workout has been until you sit down to pee yeah. <laughs> the next morning and you're like, oh, oh, okay, this, this hello. This is it. <laughs> 
And then obviously the question is, do you have to call your husband in to help you up? (laughs) Hopefully not. Hopefully not. (laughs) I've actually never had to do that, but I can imagine that would happen. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You destroyed your legs. Completely. I wouldn't wouldn't work out then. No, no, no. (laughs) I can't get up. Maybe go do well. some really gentle upper body, like <laughs> something that doesn't involve anything to do with your legs. Right. Um, I feel like the way that we feed, the way that we fuel our bodies yeah. impacts um, what our recovery is like as well. And this is something that I imagine everyone who's listening needs to probably like have reminded is eating enough and eating the right things it's like incredibly important so please don't go and couple a new year's fitness regime with a certain level of um restriction and starvation because it's going to be incredibly ungratifying and yeah and also um not really motivating no you, you said so many important things in just this like two sentences you said recovery and you said nutrition and fueling and when I see people um, who do like yeah I don't want to say the wrong thing but it, they don't take into account what else uh, influences their training or their yeah. workout and, oh, yeah. and nutrition is one part recovery and sleep is mm. the other one sleep yeah. people never think about sleep no. And it's like the most important thing for our health. It is. <laughs> Absolutely huge. So, yeah, mm. all of this is going into this idea of fueling, yeah. right? Yeah. And the, the full cup yeah. that you can take from. Um, and I like, I like the idea of being, uh, of food being fueled. Yeah right because a lot of people have this attitude of i i punish myself during my workout because i have overeaten yeah. or whatever yeah um so so food is always uh yeah it comes with guilt and yeah. shame the idea of like i need to yeah i need to work this food off mm. as opposed to i'm about to do a workout that i want to enjoy and see some kind of progress in and therefore i need to fuel my body for yeah. it yeah. which is like i think a really important flip i'm gonna pour us some tea while we continue to chat so if you hear rushing liquid that is what is happening because we are actually together in person which is a rare treat <laughs> when you interview people from all around the world so getting some tea in there but yes don't let me interrupt you <laughs> so we're going to talk about more uh, yeah more, about more than you more the fueling mm-hmm. i think um i do want to touch on this you know on this kind of fear of carbs <laughs> yeah carbs are energy <laughs> This is what they are. This is what they are. You need them. You need them. Um, I am very, very over all of this restrictive behavior. I've done a lot of stuff myself. I tried a lot of stuff myself. I tried low carb. I tried intermittent fasting. Yeah. I did it all. I know how it feels in your body. Yeah. It's not sustainable. 
if you're wanting to move, especially. Yeah, especially. The, the feeling of the feeling of any kind of yeah any kind of exercise when you don't actually have the glucose stores. Yes. Is right. just horrible. It is. Yeah, <laughs> I had that yes. I had that yesterday when I was I was teaching yoga, um, and I just really hadn't eaten enough. Like my body was really like wanting to not eat very much yesterday, having just been indulging endlessly over Christmas. But even, you know, even if you've been very indulgent over several weeks, it does not mean that like you should just stop, like that you don't need to eat that day, yeah. that you're going to move. Right. And even though it wasn't kind of my own training, it was a relatively powerful flow and my legs were just not having any of it. They were just mm. like, no bitch. Like... <laughs> You have like one piece of gluten-free toast for lunch. That's not gonna. That's not gonna hack it. Not today. So yeah, you said it. Carbs. You need them before training, right? Because you need the energy. You need um, the the glucose stored in your muscle. Yeah. Right. To have the fuel to do a I don't know. Heavy as lifting mm. session, right? Completely. You cannot do that without having eaten enough you will just fade yeah yeah yep that's not nice i mean there's such a yeah there's such a what's the word it's such a, um, a trend a like a hyping of fasted workouts mm-hmm. um you know that kind of goes hand in hand with the intermittent fasting yeah mm-hmm. um wave culture and obviously like yes there can there can be and are some health benefits of fasting but I have a whole separate thing about that for like women's health that we don't 100% need to go into. Um, but you said you've, you know, you've done intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. What was that like when you were trying to simultaneously continue your fitness progress? Mm. Um, during that time, I was super lean. Mm. I mean, I, com- I, I combined it with a lot of high intensity workout sure. so I think I did just the wrong thing for every woman my age oh. like <laughs> mm, period must have loved it <laughs> oh I, yeah I mean I've, I've never been that thin yeah yeah so that I always had my period sure but um I think yeah women can definitely destroy this natural cycle yeah with intermittent fasting and high intensity yeah workouts yeah, but I did that. I was super lean. Mm. Um, I also trained fasted. And I have no idea how I managed to do that over a year. Yeah. Uh, I think it was just the the motivation of uh, like fitting into my wedding dress. Oh, Maybe. that's always a good motivation. Yeah. I think mm. I've already I've already shared on the podcast my like pre pre wedding weight loss story. Mm. <laughs> not not great. <laughs> yeah. So um, obviously, after getting married, I allowed carbs back in, yeah. and yeah. I allowed a more intuitive approach to food in, which I think you had the same. Um, went into the other extreme of eating everything I wanted to. Yep. And now I'm at this balanced state, yep. but that's a it's a process. Yeah. And maybe 
I don't know, maybe people just have to go through it to understand, but I would love people to understand beforehand so they don't need this. Right? I think I think that it's almost like whatever degree to whatever degree you are restricting, mm-hmm. you will need to give full permission kind of to the same degree. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel, I, I mm-hmm. always feel that if it's been just a lifetime of extreme restriction yeah. the chances of actually getting to like a really really balanced place really kind of intuitive but also intentional place is it's quite slim like it is hard it is hard realistically yeah. mm-hmm. um but there will definitely be a really quite an intense kind of swing back yeah for sure but um i do think that a really positive and kind of flipping that script on the approach to fitness where it's like eating in order to Mm -hmm. enjoy your workout and moving in a way that your body enjoys focusing on that rather than the food can I think soften that experience a bit definitely reframe the relationship with food and the body a bit yeah 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 that goes along with people obsessing over calories oh yeah a lot of people overestimate what you burn during a workout mm. and underestimate what you eat. <laughs> yeah. And I think um, this, this obsession um, really diminishes the, the joy in working out because if you just look at your, at your watch and see, oh, it's just 200 calories because strength training during workout isn't like going to burn off whatever yeah but um in the long run building muscle is helping you to maintain like all of the functions that your body oh yeah needs and then you also need to fuel your body to maintain those to just exist to just exist sometimes people eat below the level of the calories you need to just be yeah and then they don't understand like we were talking about this the other day that they don't understand why they're not losing weight in spite of (laughs) all of the training that they're doing and how little food they're eating that's like it's because you're eating too too little too little yeah yeah that happens a lot yeah no of course I I guess especially now so if you're listening maybe don't restrict your food below the amount that you need to exist yeah I mean it's so fascinating to me just the extremities um, with which we view food and the extremities of our approach to food Mm -hmm. like it's so it's so much easier for us to be in either this kind of extreme restriction or this like absolute blowout than just this kind of just like relative balance but more than any I mean obviously it depends a little bit what your kind of family uh, Christmas celebration style is um, and, you know a lot of a lot of us are eating at home that whole time but also there can be a lot of food out mixed in especially like if you go to the Christmas markets a lot or you're like going out to pre-Christmas meals with friends or like Sylvester dinner whatever mm-hmm. um, there can end up being a lot of you know restaurant food as well um and honestly just like you know we're we're looking we're talking purely nutrition right now obviously but Mm -hmm. 
just cooking your meals at home is like such a radical thing for so many people and obviously yes like time and prioritizing that and like it does require organization but something that um you know I've been reflecting on the last couple of days is the desire for shortcuts when it comes to nutrition and health unfortunately just means that there's like such a kind of such a willful overlooking of the fact that we really do just need to spend more time in the kitchen as well (laughs) and it's like I would say I'm sure you would agree to focus more on spending time in the kitchen than spending time in the gym like both important yeah yeah true but I think actually the the nutrition part for me it's the the part that's more difficult Mm. oh it's not easy it's not easy for for sure but like that is already just like such a huge such an important shift and it's really hard to make that it's hard to make the shift but at the same time it's like the most obvious thing that we all kind of overlook and we're like like, what can I choose here and here and here Mm -hmm. or like what like what's the perfect macro balance or what's this and this I'm like if you're not cooking like 70% 70% plus of your own meals you're already gonna like kind of struggle mm, yeah. to be hitting the goals that you have in that way um whereas if you do just kind of allow yourself to ground into the idea of like okay I'm gonna spend a lot of time cooking and thinking about meals and preparing them you're gonna like gonna see just a huge difference yeah and in, in everything right yeah. not just in in your fitness finances too baby finances and i think also sleep oh, might yeah. be better i mean it depends on what you're eating but um, yeah it all goes together yeah and you cannot and, and obviously we are doing that right now we cannot just look at fitness no. on its own because if you just look at the word fitness it does not only involve working out. No. It's a way of moving through life. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously all the other aspects of life have to be aligned with your, in in, in quotation marks, yep. fitness journey, yeah. right? Um, yeah. Because fitness is not just working out. No. Yeah. Completely. Completely. Um I feel like that feels like a kind of natural point to move towards closing. Uh, I could ask you a thousand more questions, but <laughs> I am conscious of the fact that people listening might not want to listen to us for two days not. talking about <laughs> fitness. But I do obviously want to ask because I know that I, you know, I send I send my guests kind of a rough idea of like what we're going to talk about and some questions, and then I inevitably immediately stray from that and make their lives incredibly difficult. So thank you for sticking with me. Um, but I would love to just finally ask if there's anything that you were really burning to share, any final thoughts that are kind of tingling in the back of your mind? Well, there's, yeah. Mm. So much. (laughs) (laughs) So much, because this is my entire life's work. (laughs) Yes, right? Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think, and because that's my own experience, what really, really helps is something over nothing. Yes. 
right? Um, if you cannot stick to a routine in a manner of I do two workouts a week, then do the one that you can get in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, the same with the home cooked meals. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Not yeah, not yeah. giving up because one thing didn't go. Like right. so never sacrificing good for perfect. Right. It's the same. It's the same. It's what mm-hmm. I always always say. You're completely right. I think that's so important to to learn. Yeah. You have, there's nothing that needs to be perfect. No. Right? No. And you cannot screw up if you allow yourself that you don't need to be perfect. Yeah, completely. And um, yeah, I think a lot of people in their minds have an idea of how their fitness journey has to look like. Yeah. And if you let go of that idea, just like you let go of, I don't know, pictures (laughs) from influencers and all of this, comparing yeah you might find within you a, a very sustainable way yeah of doing something that you can stick to yeah and it has some kind of fun attached to it right yeah yeah and it, what i always find is like at some point over the months and years the bar the kind of like the minimum bar for what you will allow for like your health whether it's nutritional fitness or anything just slowly rises yeah so you kind of find yourself at this point where you're like oh i feel like like quote unquote that i haven't been doing enough because i actually have like much higher standards for myself but actually my entire of identity around that and process and lifestyle around that has shifted to the point that it's already functioning at like a pretty high level yeah without me having to put so much kind of intense willpower and conscious effort which is kind of i would say like in the mid and long term that what what you know what listeners can kind of look forward to um i think i would also add yeah i would also add a reflect that the idea of sustainable doesn't also mean that that's going to be like literally constant forever. Right. That you're going to go through seasons and cycles where there's like rest or other things that take priority. Obviously, I mean, life happens. Exactly. You cannot control that and uh, you have to be flexible enough to find a way through that. Yeah, totally. And you will find a solution if you sacrifice perfect. Yes, Totally. Yeah. And if you release the idea of perfect, then moving away from that routine sometimes won't feel so painful and won't feel like you've thrown everything out because actually you have a sense of like, well, it was never perfect. Mm-hmm. It was never perfect in the first place and it's just going to come back. I'm going to bring it back when it's the right time. Yeah. Yeah. Make it, make it intuitive. Yeah. Thank you. So much wisdom. I said that so weirdly, like, inauthentically, but I genuinely mean no, it. No, it... It's <laughs> like, totally disingenuous. So much wisdom. No, 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 it um, did. It, it, it really felt honest. Yeah. It's just my radio voice. <laughs> I love your radio voice. My podcast voice. Yeah. Become, like, a completely different person after I press record. No, not really. Um, 
I try and make my voice at least a little bit like interesting to listen to because I sometimes can if I get into like a really deeply like channeled place it can get very monotonous like if I'm like leading like breath work or meditation mm. sometimes I'm like really like and it kind of works in that situation but not for a podcast we need a little bit more variety and dy- dynamism um okay so crucially where can the lovely people listening to this episode find you to learn more of your wisdom and connect with you mm. Oh, I would love to connect with you via Instagram. That's where I'm most active. Um, Julia unterstrich Trescher, which is unterstrich. Uh, underscore. Under what? Underscore. Underscore. Yeah. So Julia underscore Trescher. <laughs> But I, I It'll, be you, yeah, It'll be in the notes. It'll be in the notes. And I'm going to tag you in a thousand things <laughs> to share. Nice. <laughs> Um, and yeah, my website is uh, juliatrescher.com. Easy. Yeah, that's easy. It's always my name. That's excellent. <laughs> I mean, consistency across the brand is, is what we like. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah I think that's the, the most important Perfect. channels Perfect. To, to find me. And where are, you, where are you teaching? Where are you training? How can people in Bonn like, connect with you and benefit from your wisdom mm, yeah they can always reach out for a one-on-one mm. and we find a place yeah or i uh, do one-on-ones as my day job uh, at your coach bon awesome it's a studio only for personal training and then i teach yoga classes at the vinyasa people in Bonn where you also teach like me yes <laughs> and uh, I also have uh, at the moment two outdoor classes oh, fun. in Königswinter one yoga and one fitness amazing yeah you can reach out for all the details perfect so there's so many ways that you can get involved with Yulia's work and I highly recommend either meeting her in person or just at the very minimum going and following her on Instagram because it's so refreshing to see your content to see your training and just kind of yeah just see the such more kind of real and honest approach to fitness so thank you for bringing that and thank you for talking to me today thank you for having me Thank you so much for spending your time listening to this episode of Heal with Sarah Olivia. I appreciate every moment that you spend with us here. If you would like to connect with me further, you can follow me on Instagram, Heal with Sarah Olivia, or on my website, HealWithSarahOlivia.com all very straightforward. You can find all of the links to my work and our guests' work in the show notes below. If you'd like to support this podcast and my work, I would be so grateful if you would follow this podcast, rate it on whichever platform you use, and you can also tag me when you share this on your social media, and you will be in with a chance of winning a tailored one-on-one breath journey with me. Finally, the beautiful music that you have heard is by my friend Ali Reza Abdullahi. So thank you so much to him for that beautiful piece of work. Have a lovely day. Sending you so much love.